0: The opinions of Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman don't reflect the views of GAU Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a GAU Media station.
1: Sports, 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 sports. So they just
2: sit there and talk about sports? Boy, and sports just keeps talking about us. This job just gets easier and easier every day. Well, let's do it. It's a one of the odds Wednesday
0: on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is
2: on for a Wednesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe with me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman. Chocolate Braveheart. Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780. ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. Aaron likes it. He'll read it. There's Twitter at Fred Power, F-A-O-U-R, at AJ is the real at Aaron is Blitzed at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it's a Wednesday. Where we do things a little differently when you call, text, tweet, send a Raven. Put odds on it. What are the odds you knew this was going to happen, Mr. Hoffman?
1: You know it was going to happen today. Uh, and obviously what you're talking about is Zion Williamson entering NBA protocols. He's not going to play against the Clippers. Yeah, a uh, this is uh, big news around the NBA. Uh, or there's also a trade that happened in the NBA today. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't see it happening today. Uh, but... It, it, I am, you know, I'm, I'm ecstatic that it happened. And there's some things that, well, it could have been better. Like, it, but I I, I said that, and so I'm not going to crush them for this now because I said, if you can get basically a bunch of expiring contracts and draft capital and nonsense and just start from scratch, do it. And that's what they're doing. Uh, the The best player that they were that they got back in the deal was Karis Levert from uh, the Nets, and then they turned around and traded him for Victor Oladipo, who's an expiring contract. Um, It appears that they are planning on having lots of cap space next year, which is pretty wild when you consider they came into this year with seemingly no wiggle room for cap space at all uh, for the foreseeable future, and, um, and, and they were able to make this happen. Uh, I, I they they get a bunch of draft picks three unprotected firsts from from the Nets which I don't know if those are are valuable or not they I mean they're probably late first rounders they get swap picks in twenty twenty one twenty three and twenty five those are probably picks that they won't want to swap when the time comes. Oh, in 27, pardon me. And then they get the, – maybe the most valuable piece is is Cleveland's first-round pick uh, in 2022, which you know, the, the Cavs could always just be terrible as long as LeBron James isn't there. So uh, what you get is a, a bunch of basically wiggle room, and you get rid of a massive headache. And that's – it was obvious last night on the court. It was obvious – it was obvious – more obvious last night at the press conference – the, the post-game presser, that this guy is out. And his teammates didn't want to play with him anymore. Uh, the comments that he said, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, both basically took it as disrespect. And the the Rockets were really left with no choice. Um, hopefully, Deshaun Watson is not looking at this as a blueprint on how to get out of town. But if, you, if there were a blueprint made for how to get out of town, James Harden just put it out there. And... You know, this is a. I, I warn you, what your the roster you will have going forward is not as talented as what you've had the last several years. This is not a contending team, period. But you've you've got you've got a way to build things now around you can find a way to build around someone that's not named James Harden. Because honestly, you'd got you'd squeezed every drop of juice out of that orange that you were not going to get anymore. So they had to they had to make something happen. I'm glad personally that they did it. Uh, I, I'm 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 not interested in the Rockets yet, but I'm interested to see in how they build this thing up, and and I'm hopeful that they could find a a superstar eventually. To build around that's not as, as much of a pain in the ass as this guy. Un- unfortunately, this is kind of the downside. They're opening up all this cap space and they've got, you know, it, it, the whole world's going to be their oyster next year, but it's not really a place that's going to attract free agents. And the free agent class next year, it, it's a little barren. So it, it may be, it, this may be a long term rebuild. And I, I, for one, again, I said I was willing to to go through that. I was willing to sit there and watch them be irrelevant for three years, if it meant that they eventually worked this thing back up around someone not named James Harden. So I, they they did what I asked them to do, uh, mostly because I asked them, I assume. And uh, and and now you've got you've got yourself a uh, you've got yourself a new a new team with less of a headache, I would assume. Probably less talent, but less of a headache.
2: Well, I think it's it's clear it's a less talented team, but you'd reached your ceiling with this guy. And, Absolutely. And, and even his comments from last night, it's like, oh, this isn't working. It's like, yeah, you know why it's not working? It's because of you. You're the problem. And, yeah, you, you're going to have to take a step back here because you weren't going to get a player as good as James Harden back. But you might get somebody – well, and with Odell Depot, you got a pretty good player. I mean, I don't think he's – you know, he's clearly not James Harden, but he doesn't suck.
1: Well, but he's also an expiring contract, so he's not here for the long haul, presumably. Presumably.
2: You know, who knows? He may get here, and they may decide they want him, and if they do. And if not, you flip him at the deadline for, for something uh, more long-term. But uh, yeah. one thing, I, I do believe the Cavs pick is actually the Bucks pick.
1: Oh, yeah. So okay. that won't, that no, won't it's be it's going to be good. worthless also.
2: Yeah. So, uh, but, but you know what? That's all right. If you have to take the step back now. You know you weren't going to be going anywhere with this with him as your best player, which I I know I know some guy who's been saying that for years now. Who said that? Uh, the same guy who said the Steelers were frauds. So
1: oh, God, I, God, I that's a get, smart guy.
3: I hate to give guy. you credit
2: twice in one week, <laughs> but I have to do it because uh, but you're right, and you know what? Uh, but before we start saying oh well, those Nets picks aren't going to be anything, this could turn into a glorious disaster in Brooklyn. Uh, sure could. But, I mean, that's yeah. You know, for one thing. You know D- Durant could break it any time. Kyrie is nuts. Once they start fighting with each other, who knows how it's going to turn out there? Yep. Uh, now I think from James's perspective, that's the team that has the most talent that he wanted to go to. And, and you know I, I think in the in the East they could easily get to the finals, but it could also blow up. And I'm I'm excited to see what happens with it. But I, I actually I've, I've, I'm glad that the Rockets did what they did. And I'm, I'm glad that um, that they're moving on from him and realize, hey, you know what? We're going to hit the reset button. And, you know, I think they'll be competitive, but they're they're not a contender by any stretch. But at least they'll be a little more fun to watch. And I can kind of get behind the team again because I, I've gotten so sick of James Harden's act that because we know where it ends every year. And, you know, now we don't have to worry about that anymore, AJ. Yep. So...
1: I, I'm personally, it, it, again, I, I'm not excited for the the short term future. Right, I think it's it's pretty bleak, and you you have to accept that as a Rockets fan. And but I, it's I, I'd rather have the. I mean, listen, the end result. If you kept Harden for the next two years, the end result was going to be the same as if you stunk. If you've got this roster now, you weren't going to win a championship. And if you're not winning a championship, who really cares? Let's right. face it. We we've put this team to a point. And if you've got a guy like James Harden and you're not competing for a championship and you're not winning championships, what's the point of putting up with him? You know what I mean? There's at some point, and we talk about this with women at some point, there's like a, a hotness to how much bleep you have to put up with scale. And once that gets out of whack, like what are you even doing? You know what I mean? Right. Like, Like at some point you just say, okay, this is too much. And like, Every hot almost every hot chick has gone through that at some point like when Britney Spears was shaving her head and going crazy we were like oh man she's on she's fallen to the wrong side of that uh, of that curve uh Lindsay Lohan fallen to the wrong side of that curve at some point Miley Cyrus like it it happens okay James Harden's on the wrong side of the curve like his his pain in the ass level is far out 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 you know performing his Talent level, his on on court level. I don't need it, so I'm glad to see him go. I, I'm glad to. I'm, I'm excited to see what this team can do in the future, uh, not what they can do in the short term, but what they can do long term. Uh, and really, we have no idea. We really have no clue what they're going to do long term. But what I do know is it won't involve James Harden. So I'm probably almost going to be more interested in it by default.
2: And I think you're you're trading him at the tail end of his effectiveness anyway yep. uh, you're talking about a guy that at some point when he slows down it's going to go fast for him and that's going to happen before this contract's over which is another thing you're out from under that all right we're going to take a very quick break uh, i'd like to get your phone calls on this at 713-780-3776 don't go anywhere it's a blitz on espn two five.
0: You are listening to the Blitz. Rock and roll, boys, on ESPN ninety-seven five. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN ninety-seven five. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
2: And we're back on the Blitz on a One of the Odds Wednesday, and it's Adios James Harden Day. We were talking on Twitch. You know what would be really funny, A.J., is if tomorrow's Fire Easterby Day. Do you think, oh, do you think the city would be. would be
3: happy? What a uh, week it would be. I want him to save it for Friday.
2: We can still drink on Friday, Aaron. It's not you, you don't have to.
3: But if they do this around the same time that everything else has been dropping on Friday, happy hour is happening. At least between the two of us, <laughs> yeah. I'll keep the alert in my car. Yeah, there's there's
2: no reason you and I can't do happy hour anyway. I mean, that's true. We're we're I'm always happy now. I'm a, I'm a Rona free Fred. I'm a happy guy. I can do happy hour anytime. Uh, let, let's uh get let's see what the fans have to say. Let's go to Chuck. What's up, Chuck?
1: Hey guys, love the show a 12-year listener here.
2: Wow. And I'm sir.
1: elated today. Elated. Get Harden's ass out of here. I'm so sick of his game. And no heart. AJ, you called it. I called it four years ago, too. Get him out of here. I will watch Rockets games again now. They'll have a scrappy little team. They might put something together and sneak into the
0: playoffs. But good riddance, James Harden. Love you guys.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, listen. I I don't. This is not a thing that I, I'm super. You know, normally when I give you, I told you so. Like with the uh, with the with the Steelers, it's like I, I feel good telling you I told you so. This is one of those things where I hate to see it because it's it's obviously the team is not what they were with him. But I've been saying for a long time this guy is a poison, and it, it, for him to be gone, sure it hurts a little up front. But you're going to be better in the end for it. You really are. I, I, I truly believe that this team is, can only get better uh, with this guy gone. And I, I, I think that it, it's again, it, we're, it's not going to be immediate. But I think most people realize that this guy is not a—he's not a team guy. This is not a guy you want to 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 be the the captain of your ship. And they, they, they finally got around to seeing that. Well, that we're better off without him. And I'm I'm glad for that.
2: And it's, it wasn't it, just that style of basketball that he plays has never been fun to watch. No. It, it really hasn't. And knowing that it's not going to get you where you want to go, then what, I, I, at this point, point, you know, I, and I know you had to stick with it when you got so close with the Chris Paul injury, and I get it, you had to take another try with Russell Westbrook. At this point, there's nothing left you can do with James Harden. This is as far as you're going to go. And you never got where you wanted to, but you got close. But it was never going to be any better from here. Whether he wanted to be here or not, you know, this group was not going to be uh, any better than that team that had Chris Paul. So, at that point, you have to make a decision. And I think the fact that they said, "All right, you know, let's uh, now's the time," and I think they got, you know, who knows what it turns out being in the end. But three years from now, when he's at there, two years from now, when he's at the end of that contract. I guarantee you, they're going to be happier with whatever they have than James Harden. I think so too. And I, and so I don't know if they can build this thing up to contender status, or if they're going to wind up being the Kings for a bunch of years.
1: And but, honestly, but, here's here's my favorite part about this: James Harden, it, like his legacy as a great player, is it, it's it's going to be soiled, like and it's going to be one of those that he was never able to do it as the best guy on the team. And now he, he's run off to play with, with KD, and no, no matter what happens, people will say, well, he couldn't have won it without KD. He was robbing. Like James Harden will go down as what I've always said, a guy who cannot lead a team, cannot be the best player on a championship team, and he proved it. He, he proved it that he couldn't do it here. No matter how many different uh, guys he tried to make the number two, he could not do it. So he decided, you know what, I'm just going to go be the number two myself.
2: Uh, a couple of from the, things from the text line. Somebody says when James stops worrying about himself and personal stats, the team he's on will be exponentially better. Except he's never. I mean, that's one hundred percent accurate. But he's always going to be worried about his stats. That's him. And he he's he's going and he'll he'll have sixty point games and he'll have these you know, these amazing games where he puts up a bunch of points. And that's still going to be the ceiling of what the team is. And, and I and I don't know that they're going to be able to work in Brooklyn with that group. I mean, uh, you've already you already know that James is a baby who wants the ball all the time. Yep. And, and you know, he's not the best player on that team. Uh, you know, KD's the best player on that team and Irving, who knows? Who knows how
1: that's going to work? And maybe they all mesh, and this does not seem yeah, it doesn't seem like an easy mesh to me.
2: No, but he's the one that's got to change. And he does.
1: And I don't think he recognizes that. And he's working with the most difficult personalities he's ever worked with. I mean, he knows. He knows. He's worked with KD before. It, I mean, I don't think it's gotten better <laughs> for KD yeah. uh, since he was in Oklahoma City. So I, I, I'm telling you, this is a this is a real challenge for those guys.
2: But you know what? We love the train wrecks, and there's a good chance that's a train wreck. And if it's not, oh, yeah. If it's not, then uh, you know, good for him. But I, I think his entire tenure here, it, it, it really i won't call it a disappointment because he won an mvp award he had some great stats he he got that team into the playoffs every year but i, I think if you want to count yourself as a championship type player then it was a disappointment and it was uh it was time man and i, I think uh i think rockets fans happy today uh yeah. I, and if you're not if you're an unhappy rockets fan i'd love to hear from you at 713 but i do feel like uh Especially when he's showing up fat and everything else, it's like, boy, the guy just doesn't care. And yeah, and let, let's let's see if he cares somewhere else because I, I don't know that at this stage of his career, his attitude's not going to get any better. Yeah, let's try it. saying
1: like I've tried my hardest. Like, no, no you, you haven't. haven't. <laughs> that's a <laughs> no. lie. I no, mean, certainly not this year. I'm not saying that he hasn't given it his all in, in other seasons, but what he's done so far this year, that's not the best that he can be. Certainly.
2: Well, and, and just his style of play, he always looks like a guy who's not going, you know, 100%. Yeah. Uh, and so when he's not, it's really obvious. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's try Slappy. What's up, Slappy?
0: Sports, gentlemen.
2: Sports to you. Oh,
0: happy day. Oh,
3: happy day. <laughs> I'm so glad this dude is gone, man. I hope we get some picks for him. But since it's one of the odds Wednesday, what are the odds that Kyrie Irving's personal problems stem from him already knowing that James Harden is going to come? I take
1: my answer off the air. Thank you uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Kyrie's a, a an odd bird. Period. So I, I, I'm not going to blame <laughs> Kyrie's odd behavior on James Harden. I, I, and uh, I, I don't know. I mean, let's remember, Kyrie was the same guy who was unhappy being second fiddle, basically to LeBron James. He decided that i want to, i want to be you know i want to be the alpha or whatever it was and and you know so he goes on his own way and it obviously didn't work out with the Celtics the way he'd hoped it would, but this is not this is for a guy who wanted to be known as the alpha, a guy who carried a team, suddenly you're kind of the third wheel on this team, not a great spot for him you know given what he's said in the past,
2: yeah unless he's willing to change everything and say, yeah, I'll I'll be the third dog, which we know he won't. No. Because it it could work. It it really could. But it it would take him changing. And I I don't see any reason why he would change because he hasn't changed since he's been here. So he says, Kyrie the artist and Harden the narcissist and Durant the mentally fragile with a first-year head coach. What could go wrong from El Hefe? Yeah. Eh,
1: Nothing. Steve Nash had no idea what he was getting into. (laughs) Poor guy.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, good Good luck, Steve. But, but you know what? I mean, if you're a Brooklyn fan, you, you, well, I don't really know any Brooklyn fans. Nor do I. But if I knew a Brooklyn fan, I'm, I'm guessing they're happy. It's like you get another star. But let's try uh, Daniel.
1: What's up, Daniel? Hey, sports. Sports to you.
0: Hey, uh, so... From the way I understand it, the Rockets got four first-round picks from Brooklyn, and we know that they're going to be low first-rounders, correct?
1: Right. More than likely.
0: Where do they go from here? You got Wood that uh, they just signed to a three-year, I believe. Uh, I know that Eric Gordon showed up for a few more years. I mean, you're not going to get really high draft picks. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy that Harden's gone, too. But, you know, what's the future looking like? I mean, it you know, you, you not, don't really have a lot to work with. You got the first-rounders, but, but they're going to be low first-rounders. This is so, what I told you. Know,
1: you. It, it's going to be a process. It's it's not going to be like, don't expect the Rockets to suddenly be good next year. I, I don't yeah. think they're going to be. I, I think that you're looking at a couple of growing pains types of years. And I, for one, am okay with that. I, I, it doesn't bother me. I, I think that it's uh, it, it's it's worth it. But there are people who are going to be frustrated because this team, as much as uh, you know, the Texans and the the Astros, they're either terrible or they're great. Like they're they're either they're either having a thirteen and three year or a three and thirteen or there's a hundred a lo- hundred wins or a hundred losses for the Astros. The Rockets have been pretty steady. They've been a steady you know playoff caliber team. Uh, but I, I, so I think there may be some grumbling about oh no we don't even have I, mean, I don't know if there's a pl- I, I don't know if there's a playoff team it didn't look like maybe it wasn't going to be a playoff team without or with James Harden so I, I don't know that that's the end of the world but it may be a rough couple years and maybe you're able to package a couple of those picks because not every team is look like there's some teams who believe it or not would rather not pick high in the first round they don't want to yeah. commit as much money to one spot so they're looking to trade down for multiple uh, picks it, it's it's a it's it's a game that they're you know they clearly believe they can play. I'd probably feel better about them playing that kind of a game if uh, if if Daryl Morey was still still here, but he's not. So they they've got what they've got, and they're they're going to work with what they've got. It I, I'm not expecting anything really. I, I'm just expecting them to play basketball for a little while. <laughs> And eventually try and find some players. I I I just I have no expectations, yet I'm oddly excited about the, the future of the team. I, I know it sounds weird, but I'm willing for them to just be complete trash for a couple seasons if it means that they come back and actually put together something.
2: And I, I don't know that they have to be complete trash this year. Um, like I said, is a good player. And it even is. if it's just for this year, and, and that's not a bad backcourt, uh, Wood has really turned into a nice player for him. And you know, I I think at some point I'd like to see him move move on from Gordon and Tucker. If you get somebody to take Gordon in the deal, but you know, with this group, they're not well, awful. Tucker.
1: And, Tucker and Oladipo are both going to be trade deadline targets.
2: I would think those so. are
1: those are the kinds of players that uh, you know other teams are going to look at and go, man, that guy could be valuable to my team. And it, so I, I would I would expect that both of their names get brought up uh, and. Again, I, I don't. If you think this team is going to be contending for a championship this year, I, I, I mean, no, no, you're, you're I mean, in a you're I mean, in a, I mean, a crazy mind space. Your but best but
2: hope is that you might sneak into the playoffs.
1: That's that's yeah. kind of the way I see it. That,
2: that I think that's your absolute best hope. And so was, I think what the caller was saying is we didn't get a young talent to grow and no good picks. So how is there a bright future? We don't know if the future's bright. We just know
1: it's not James it's, Harden. We just know it's different. Yeah,
2: and it's the move you had to make. And,
1: and I don't. And honestly, this is like. This is what most dudes learn, uh, you know, when when they're dating. Like at some point, you're going to you're going to end up with someone who is probably you're, you're probably not going to marry the hottest chick you've ever met, and you're going to marry someone who you find is a good life partner, someone who is going not going to be a uh, a detraction on your on your overall life, and you know maybe she's a nine and a half instead of a 10. But at some point you're willing to sacrifice that half point because you want someone who's a good partner for you. And I think that's what the Rockets did. They got rid of a a little bit hotter chick to bring in a little bit more stable chick that they can build a family with.
2: Well, I I'd I'd say slightly hotter chick at this point because now the makeup is starting to show. um, She's sleeping with all your friends uh, and Great Danes and everything else, and really just, you know, uh, she's giving you nothing. And so now you're, you're getting a, a nice girl, maybe not as hot, but she'll actually uh, not sleep with all your friends. That's nice. And I'll give you
3: a bright side if you... She's or, the kind
1: of girl you want to bring home to mom now. Indeed. Indeed.
3: If you're worried about the Rockets being trashed for the next few years, just remember when the Astros were, and you could take a girl out on a date for the whole day and spend maybe thirty bucks, and still get some at the end of the date. That's true. The Rockets are headed down that path. You're going to be able to go to a Rockets game, spend fifty bucks out of your pocket, and that's going to be a whole day. Well, well I- there, there is a
2: bright side to a team sucking. You know, you can get tickets. I I, I mean, as great, as great as it was that the Astros won the World Series, I still miss the days where I could walk in. Well, we still got press passes. Could walk <laughs> in on my press pass and then go sit in the one hundred level, and there's nobody around me. Or yeah. you buy tickets in the upper deck and you walk down to the 100. And no levels. one hassles
1: you about it. And there's no line for
2: really beer, care. and and you just watch baseball. I there's something to be said for that. And um, you know, so there's that going for you. Tell you what else you could have going for you: new breaks. And if you need your brakes taken care of, guys, how about this: twenty to fifty percent more affordable than shops and dealers, and they come to you. Brakes is what they do; it's all they do. So they're going to come to your house or your work. If you're at the office right now and you want to get it done while you're at work, they can do that too. Or if you need uh, your mom's brakes done, they'll go to your mom's house. They take care of it. You don't have to take your car into a shop. And the great thing is if you uh, go to newbreaks.com, that's N-U-B-R-A-K-E-S.com, mention ESPN, 10% off. So you're going to save some extra money. And guys, they're already more affordable than going to a shop. You don't want to go sit in the shop right now. Uh, and it, for a couple of hours, waiting to get your brakes fixed, when they can come and take care of it right there at your place. And when you go to the website, you're going to get a transparent, surprise-free repair quote. And uh, they sanitize everything, and they minimize contact with customers. That's what you want. Twenty-four month, twenty-four thousand mile warranty. Newbrakes dot com. Mention ESPN, ten percent off your service. N u b r a k e s dot com. Yeah!
0: ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back
2: on The Blitz. What are the odds? Wednesday, 713-780-3776. If you want to get in on James Harden Death Day, happy to take your phone calls and uh, your thoughts on it. Yeah. Um. Somebody said uh, a couple of things. How happy is OKC knowing they're drafting top five next couple of years on Rockets picks? I'm pretty sure those are high lottery protected. I'd have to go back and double check. I think they are, too. But, yeah, I think if they wind up completely sucking, then the Rockets will keep those picks, which is another, uh, I mean, another positive to this. If you wind up being that bad, you, you still got your pick. You're not, you're not the Texans. And a lot of people also mentioning Mike D'Antoni, assistant coach in Brooklyn.
1: Well, good for him.
2: <laughs> How happy is he that he's reunited with uh, his boy?
1: I mean, he's got to be happy. I, it, it's uh, <laughs> that's the guy who who was at least you know at least made him look decent from for the last couple of years. I, it, like Mike D'Antoni was a guy almost kind of like a forgotten guy, and James Harden made him he made him a contender. So uh, yeah, I, I think he's probably he's probably stoked to try to work with that dude again.
2: And then a lot of, a lot of people saying, well, what about? Doing OKC East and trading Westbrook for Kyrie, I don't think Westbrook wants any part of James Harden again.
1: I don't think he does either. And yes, I don't. I don't see that happening.
2: But.
3: So OKC's 2021 and 2024 picks from the Rockets are both top four protected. Okay. When you get to 2025, they get the best first rounder between the Thunder, the Clippers, and the Rockets. But the Rockets pick is the top 20 protected. Okay. And then you move on to 2026, and it's top four protected again. And if it, if the Rockets do get that top four pick, OKC gets the second round pick and an extra million dollars.
2: Okay, I I don't know that they're going to suck enough to get a top four pick, but then that's what the lottery's for, right? You yep. could, you could easily land there in the lottery, but um, yeah, I I, I look, I know oh, you, you should have gotten more. I, I think the fact that you've uh, you you got what you did, uh, I think it's fine. Uh, I know that uh, everybody wanted some young stud, but there wasn't. Really, any anyone that you were going to get, it's going to replace James Harden. You weren't going to get, you weren't going to get a hundred percent value. You were going to get eighty percent at best, and that's just that's just how it is. But you have to look at it as, what does this deal look like in three years? And I think in three years you're not going to want uh, you're not going to want James Harden on your team because I, I don't think he's uh, I don't think he has that long of a shelf life. So, and you know what, maybe and Curtis, says those later picks may work out for for the Rockets. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe they find a Pascal Siakam at the end of the round. I mean, you know we'll have, We'll have to see how this – they've never drafted, so we don't know how, how good they can scout. Yeah. So they might be able to pull something off like that. I don't know, but at least now you've got some hope for the future and, you know, you've uh, – uh, at least you know now, hey, this didn't work. We move on to the next phase. And, yeah, the next phase, they might not be anything. And they might
3: not
1: and it, they, that's fine
2: but it, it also may turn out that they rebuild this thing the right way draft like Oklahoma City did and build a team again or they go sign somebody I mean there's they've got plenty of options we'll find out how good the front office is now but I I, I don't have any problem with the return they got I mean I think that's about what you were going to get and like I said let's uh you know, let's say maybe is a guy you want to keep. Maybe he, he's a guy that uh, that still has an up arrow next to his name. Yeah. So 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Uh, asks, in regards to the Harden trade, what does the term draft swap mean?
1: It means if, for whatever reason, the Nets have a better pick than the Rockets in that draft, then they would flip. Yeah. like the the rockets would get the better of the two teams picks. Um, and it, if they if and if they don't if they choose not to exercise the option on that like if the rockets are picking 5th and the nets are picking 20th, it's not like they have to switch, they just have the right to.
2: I'm I'm curious if if there's fans out there that are mad about this. Because
1: it, I don't I don't think they should, I, I don't think they can be. I mean there are teams that or there are fans that probably realize this team is going to suck and they're bummed out about it. But I don't think that there are people who are like Oh, this was such a bad move, a bad like maybe they're complaining about the haul because they didn't get. I, I mean, the truth is they get they got a, a bigger name talent back for Russell Westbrook than they did for James Harden. Yeah, uh, but I, I think I think no one's going to complain about moving on from James Harden because it was broken. It was a broken deal.
2: Yeah, I I, I mean I'm sure there's somebody out there, but I, I I'd be curious and because especially I think the city turned on him. And it, before the season, really, I think, I think the fan base kind of turned and especially after last night, I can't believe anybody would say, oh, you should have tried to work it out with him. I mean, that, that was kind of the final straw. And I, as I was driving in, I heard that, uh, they were taking the last of the, uh, they were taking the last best offers. I thought, you know what, this is going to happen right before the show today, if that's where they are. And, uh, it's exactly what happened. Yep. So. Uh,
1: I, yeah, there's, like Doc says, still can't get away from trading LeVert, Young, Good, and under contract for two more years at a reasonable rate. That's true. But what was his fit on this team? Like you have to you have to ask yourself things like that. And would they rather have him, or would they rather have the cap space that Victor Oladipo gives them?
2: Yeah, and and is he going to be a key part of whatever's next? Even though he is under contract for a couple more years, is is he one of those? Building block pieces around what you hope will be a championship team.
1: I, I don't know. I don't know that he is either.
2: So, yeah, I, I think uh, uh, it, it's that that part of the deal was kind of interesting to me. And yeah, it's like you said. I think if, uh, uh, if if they get the expiring contract, or they have a guy that they can move at the deadline for more younger players, or more picks, or whatever, well, then then that makes it a good deal. And if you if you decide you do want to keep Victor Ol- Oladipo, I don't really have a problem with that. So, and he's, I mean, he's a solid player that you can you you can have as part of something down the road. And
1: he's a guy who, I mean, much like John Wall, you're you're kind of hopeful that at some point he returns to pre-injury form. Yeah, and if he does, that's a bonus. If he doesn't, well, it's an expiring contract, unlike the John Wall one. So it's a right. If if it if it ends up not having the upside that you hoped, then you're you're there's no real uh no loss there. So I I, I don't mind it.
2: And, and you know, and from a this year perspective, if John Wall uh, continues to stay healthy and, and, I mean, he's still been out of the game for a while and this has been fairly short return, but if you get those guys that are both healthy and playing well, they're they're at least entertaining to watch and, and you've yep. got enough players to, that that's what I was saying. I think your upside is competing for the back end of the playoffs. If every, if everything goes well and, you know, and if it doesn't, then okay, you're, you're, you're not yeah, very got good. A lottery pick, yeah, big deal. That's uh, you know that going in. So 780 ESPN is your number. And yes, I I think we all realize that Houston strip clubs are probably all going bankrupt now.
1: Yeah, they're bummed.
2: Uh, at least one strip club. I mean, doesn't he only go to the one place?
1: I don't know. Yeah. I I would think you'd you'd want to kind of move it around, but I dudes do, do like to glom onto one strip club because then that strip club gives them like perks and they they feel like they make relationships with dancers and things like that so it, maybe maybe he is a, a one club man He's yeah a monogamous well, strip club guy
2: well i'm sure that his uh his crew all gets great treatment from right wherever place he goes so
1: but that would it seems like that would be anywhere
2: yeah yeah you would think all right we're gonna take a very quick break please do not go anywhere it's the blitz on ESPN 97.5,
0: 92.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back
2: on The Blitz. 713-780-3776 if you want to weigh in on James Harden Death Day. Um, somebody... Uh, hey, really good question on Twitch, A.J. Okay. What's, I'll hear it. What's better? Bill O'Brien gone or James Harden gone?
1: Hmm. I, it, right now, it feels like James Harden because Bill O'Brien doesn't even feel like he's all the way gone because Jack Easterby's still there. Yeah, that's probably true, but his um, stain is still here.
2: <laughs> yeah, it it, it and, until Easterby's gone, then then I think once he's gone, it, it it's kind of like you've gotten rid of uh, you've gotten rid of the coupled entry, and it it's all although now you've got another another Patriots guy in Casario, but um, I kind of feel like at least he he knows what he's doing as a GM. And if you get rid of the other guy, and I was talking about this on Fox 26 this morning, shout out to Nate Griffin for having me on, but Jerome talked about this yesterday. We're not supposed to know who Jack Easterby is. No, We're not supposed to know his name. Andre Johnson's not supposed to be tweeting about him. It's like an umpire is the example I used. If you know an umpire's name, then he sucks at his job. Yep. Because we don't talk about, oh, what a great umpire the that uh, this guy is. We, we just talk about, oh, man, he screwed up another call. So if you're a football operations dude and we know who you are, that's a problem. And uh, now I, I everybody says, oh, is Deshaun Watson going to be traded next? I think they're going to get that worked out. I, I really believe that. Um, I think it's a matter of them sitting down and, and having the discussion with him. But uh, if, if it does come down to where he says, you know what, you got to get rid of this guy, um, they better do it. Yeah. And I think they should do it anyway. At this point, the stain is so bad that it's I mean, it it's just a stench that covers everything right now. And I, I can't believe – well, I, I can see how Casario wouldn't know how bad it is because he hasn't been here. But – If Cal can't see it, and then that's where is going to have to step up and say, you know, love you, brother. We'll still go to church together, but uh, good luck in your next job. Yeah. And move on and then patch things up with Deshaun. Quit looking like you're a total mess, and maybe free agents will want to come here if you've got a happy Deshaun. So we shall see. Uh, 713 780 ESPN is your number 713-780-3776 on a what are the odds Wednesday and uh yeah it's it's the end of uh hardened day it's the end of an era yeah and uh 832 says Texans come out smelling like a rose again first the Astros now the Rockets taking the focus off of them uh don't think they smell so good
1: no because the national their issues not resolved
2: no and the national media is of course taking the Harden thing and pairing it with the Watson thing because that's you know that's a hot take uh is oh well james harden trading is deshaun watson next right yeah you got it you got to do that right if you're a national host well they, they listen they play in the same city exactly what's in
1: the water in houston
2: um vodka i hope well, be but nice the, <laughs> but uh and I, I guess watson was at the game last night and uh of course he he was like a rock star but uh of course yeah, so it's 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 been a very interesting couple of days of drama in Houston Sport. We've we've had so much drama. Going back to last year with Maury and, and China. You think about all the drama we've had in the city to the cheating. The, trash can, it, banging, the yeah. trash can banging, the the Hopkins trade, uh O'Brien getting fired. I mean it's just one thing after another. I love it
1: it makes our job easy our, our, our teams make- every, every radio hit that i do like nationally like on a different uh in a different market they're like man you guys must be struggling for content there in houston it seems like every big sports story is coming out of houston now sadly most of it's negative yeah. but it, it, we've still got plenty to talk about and that's what's important
2: <laughs> yeah that's i even mentioned that this morning it's like it just makes our jobs easy because you know um everybody's pulling something almost on a daily basis now and you know what for everybody who complains that oh Houston teams don't get any respect nationally uh,
1: you know what you do. They're getting their run right now aren't they? Yeah
2: when you screw things up you get lots of national run and (laughs) yeah I don't know how many shows I've done over the last few days and uh, I'm I'm sure I'll do some more tomorrow over the Harden thing but I think it's it's, at least I think there's some hope here with the Rockets now You, you finally have moved on From something that that wasn't hadn't worked, it came close to working, but it didn't. It wasn't going to get better from here. I I think last year was kind of your last run to say, "All right, let's put him with Westbrook and see how it works." Right, and it it never worked out. And and there might have been part of it being the interruption and the Rona and everything else, and they never really had a chance for that team to come together the way they hoped. But I think at this point, I, I was okay with the moves they made in the offseason, because I think they were a better basketball team than they were last year. But with him not wanting to be here and being a little baby and crying his way out of here, it was never going to work. So you had to do something. And, and I'm, I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they did it now. It's like, you know what? That's it. We're ripping the Band-Aid off. And um, we're going to start over. Beat and, it. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad to see him gone. I just, I don't like the guy. I never have. Uh, his game to me is is just it was always a hard watch, and you know, everybody gets mad at you for liking to watch the Warriors. But I'd rather watch Steph Curry launch threes than James dribble for twenty three seconds. And it's just, yeah, I'm, you, I'm, what
1: you, are you saying? You like ball movement? That's fun for you. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, ball yeah.
2: movement and getting up and down the court and playing at pace and playing good team basketball, but having great individual
1: performances while you're That's doing it. Silly, Fred. No one likes that. People like to see one on five. <laughs> But 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 look at his assist numbers. Yeah, I
2: I mean, yeah, it basically was a guard version of Charles Barkley when he was here. I mean, that's that's what it was. It was just because Charles would just back in and butt 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 and then shoot. That was that was the offense. And uh, and it, it's just not fun to watch. And plus, it's just so unlikable. And I, I'm yeah, I don't know that I need to like a guy to enjoy watching him play. But if I don't enjoy watching them play and I don't like them, it's really hard for me to care about a team. I'll, I'll probably watch more Rockets games now cuz I like John Wall, always have. Um uh, and not the player Harden was, but you know, he's when he's healthy he's a pretty good player and you know, I I I'm, exci- I'm excited for those guys not having to play with him anymore. I mean, now maybe you'll see you'll see Wall be able to take over. Yeah, maybe you'll, maybe Wood can continue to develop. I mean, there's some there's some positives to come out of this. Even if, and it may not work. I mean, they may suck, but I, I like the not knowing. I mean, it, it kind of makes it fun for me. There's there's some mystery there now. Maybe they could be a playoff team. Maybe they could completely suck, and we'll find out. So, 713 780, ESP injury number 713 780 3776. Curtis saying Harden was a really good Steve Francis, lol. Uh, I mean, he's better than that. Like, the the guy is a terrific scorer. He's still a terrific scorer, but he's not a great teammate. And I think that's, that's the difference in it, with him and a lot of guys. He's just not a great teammate. And he's, he's, he can carry a team in the regular season. So playoffs, not so much. Well, and now, now we'll see, though. I think uh, because being back with Kevin Durant, well, I think it'll be very interesting to see how that team does. But boy, he's got to get motivated, and he's he's got to play better. So, oh, for sure, yeah. Um, and double double Dutch oven says the likelihood we win a title this year changes very little with or without Harden. Who cares? Glad we blew it up. I think that's it in a nutshell. The as constructed, this team wasn't winning a title this year. Period. Agreed. And I don't. I think even the most optimistic Rockets fan is looking at that saying, "No, no, I just don't see it." And so it doesn't change this year. I mean, the only difference is right now you're not a playoff team with him. So he goes, "What are the odds? Rockets ticket prices will go down? Uh, zero point zero, but they'll be easier to get once you can get back in the building. I, I, I don't think that uh, they're going to be selling out anytime this season because uh, you know we, we're we're living in a different world, but." Yeah, I, I don't see him lowering ticket prices. No. Uh so what are the odds, uh what are the odds of uh, they they introduce Oladipo by his first name only?
1: <laughs> I'd like to formally introduce Vic. Vic is a former all star. Uh he's not played a lot lately, but he when he has played, he's been very uh very good. He's a uh, he's a smart guy, a smart player, a hard worker. Uh, Vic is going to be a great asset to our team. So without further ado, Vic, take it away. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Uh, in fact, I think I'll celebrate with a Carbock.
1: Yes, my friend. That's one thing Victor's coming in for. He doesn't realize it, but... He's uh, he's about to be in a, in a in a great beer town, and Carbach is of course one of the great breweries in this city, and one of the breweries that really kind of makes something for everybody. There's uh, there's something on their wall for really any beer drinker, they, and and now even non beer drinkers have a shot because the ranch water is out, uh, so you can get you got a little alcohol in there. It's not beer. It's like a uh, it's it's a ranch water. It's like an agave lime flavor. Uh, almost like a seltzer, and boy, is it tasty. Tasty by itself, even tastier, I think, mixed with a little tequila. I don't know how you boys do it, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, I I love it. Uh, I think you'll love it as well, and if not, no big deal. They've got the Love Street. They've got Hoppedillo. They've got Crawford Bach. Like I said, there's something for everybody's taste. On the on the board at Carbach, and if you go into the the restaurant itself, you'll find some beers you can't find anywhere else. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Fantastic menu. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see the latest going on with the brewery and the restaurant. And when you're out and about, make sure you grab yourself some Carbach.
0: This is ESPN 97.5.